it's your girl, Morgan Alexis, entering the building. And it's your boy, A. Carter, Pinky Walker, Dirty Talker, Nun Illin, and Scruffzilla Grays, killing it in a million ways. I like that. I like, okay, okay, you're switching up for the 2021. I like that. I like that. That's right. Um, we are back. Uh, Maurice will join us here shortly, but we're going to get started. Um, first of all, how was your week? Anything interesting, exciting happen? Um, wait, hang on. I think I just muted. Hang I can on. hear you. You can still hear me? Okay. Um, my wish was cool. Uh, it was actually really peaceful for the most part. Um, got to hang out with Sarah Boo, of course, you know. Uh, that was That's always a treat, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Watched a couple good movies, you know. What'd you watch? Huh? What'd you watch? Um, we watched... Uh, an animated version of a Batman, pre- pretty much animated version of Batman versus Superman. Okay. And it was like way better than the the live action movie. So, really? Yeah, there's that part. And then uh, we watched uh, the the craft, but it was like the sequel to the original. What is the craft about? I ain't never even heard of that. What's that? The craft is about two witches. Um, they kind of come together, form a coven, and then one of them kind of goes power hungry. She bugs out a little bit, and uh, I think she kills a couple people. Oh, um, and they end up locking her up. But they also the the other witches also bind her so that she can't do harm against anybody else, including herself. Okay. Well, then the sequel is what me and Sarah Blue watch, and it didn't quite stand up. To the original, mm. but at the same time, it was made in different times. So, okay. you know, like it, it was cool. It was cool. And if anybody's, if there's anybody listening or watching, you know, by all means, check it out for yourself. And maybe, maybe I missed something, but uh, y'all check it out and tell me what 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 you think. All of uh, Team Uncut. Hey, Team Uncut. What's up with y'all? Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's cool though. I, did I watch anything new this week? Well, Maurice got me on Grey's Anatomy, so I'm starting that whole saga. Yeah, uh, I really haven't. Like I said, you said what? What's that like? Twenty seasons? Yes. <laughs> but um, it's good. It is good. I'm not gonna lie. You know, for me, I, I I need something to happen within the first like episode or two for me to really get locked in and with this one it's very slow so I have not really been interested in getting into it but as I kept watching I said I'm gonna give it a chance I'm gonna give it a chance I'm gonna give it a chance um I got to about episode six or seven and I was like okay I'm here now I see why people like this show so I'm giving it a shot so far so good so I've been binging that um today after I got off work I don't know if you heard about the um, new Wendy Williams movie that came out on Lifetime. Even though, no, yeah, even though I'm not like a huge like Wendy Williams stan or anything, the conversations on Twitter like it, it kind of made me want to check it out because apparently Wendy was just like a cokehead as fuck back in the day. I mean, I kind of figured. Like doing it every other day, just was a cokehead. So I had no idea. So I was like, "Ooh, let me go see this mess." So I watched it, and apparently she had a little fling with Eric B. You know, back in the day. Really? Um, yeah, she she was she was hitting it. He was hitting it, and um, she got um, pregnant by him and had an abortion. Um, yeah, and then she got um, she started having sex with Method Man as well. You know, did not know that. Um, so she was in these streets, and I was like, "Wendy, Wendy, Wendy!" I did not know you was in these streets like that. Let me find out. Let me see what's going on. Um, Wendy was out here showing her out, showing her whole ass out here. But you know what? It is what it is. So I watched a little bit of that, and I mean, it was interesting. Don't get me wrong. You know, Lifetime movies tend to be a little melodramatic, so. Um, there was a lot of that. They did get a good character to play her, although a lot of people online were saying the character was a little too pretty to play her, but that's kind of mean. You know, that's not very nice. It's a little bit. It's a little bit, man. I mean, the, the character did look like her, but she looked, she looked like, like a more glammed up version. 
Okay. I'll keep it politically correct. A little more glammed up version of Wendy Williams. But okay. it was interesting to say the least. Um, did I watch anything else? I've been doing a lot. I've been watching a lot of TV. Um, yeah, no. I, don't, I can't think of anything I watched. But um, last week I started. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I did start school again. Um, last week, that's going well. I still have an A in both my classes. So uh, it's only week one. So we're going to see. Um, but that happened. And yeah. Yeah, man. Just living life. Here we are. Here we are. Every day. Now, um, was there anything you wanted to get into at all this episode, or did you want to just let me lead? Well, um, we're recording already, right? We are. Um, one thing that had come to my attention, uh, somebody wanted me to touch on, uh, was male sexual harassment. Mm, that yeah. Um, and I feel like I feel like it's a it's one of those taboo kind of things because nobody ever expects the man to actually be sexually harassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always expect the man to be the one sexually harassing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I feel like, I feel like it's one of those things where it could actually go both ways. It could. Um, I do feel like, I do feel like the guy can be sexually harassed just as well as the woman can be sexually harassed. Absolutely. And, and I, I won't spend too much time on it, but at the same time, I do feel like it needed to be mentioned. Uh, you know, there, there's, there are guys out there who, who go through certain things and, you know, it, it can be, a, it can be a little traumatic, a, a little traumatic for them. Absolutely. Uh, I heard a story about a guy who had an instance where he had experienced some, uh, some sexual harassment from a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a job. He had to meet with he had to meet with some people, and at the at the end of the meeting, uh, some of the ladies came up to him, and you know they touched him. You know, uh, just kind of not not necessarily like grabbed his balls or anything, but you know they grabbed him and you know got to talking to him a certain way, mm-hmm. and he was uncomfortable with that because he was married, had some kids, right? Now. Um, the thing is, is him being the guy that he was, it was said that he went home and told his wife and because his wife uh, was kind of, okay, I'll, I'll say it this way. His wife pretty much had an issue with it. She was like, oh, so you going off to work and having all of these women all on you and whatnot. He's like, no, nah, it ain't like that. I'm going to work to work to bring money home and provide for you and the, and the kids. Um, so, uh, you know, there, there was an issue there and they, you know, couples therapy and whatnot ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, they're still together. Uh, I don't know anything past that point, but, okay. um, it, well, except for that, the guy, the guy, you know, he had to go through his own therapy sessions as well, because what happened at work ended up affecting his personal life outside of work. And then he had to deal with some, own, some, some, some personal stuff. Right. Because it was like at a certain, at a certain point where his wife got upset and she was kind of confused on what to think about things. He didn't know, like he didn't have anybody in this corner, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where, you know, if, if we're hearing, I feel like if we're hearing what women have to say about sexual harassment coming from men, I feel like we need to also hear about, we also need to take the time and listen to the men who, who end up experiencing certain things, uh, any kind of sexual harassment coming from women or even coming from another guy. I agree with that. Um, I think that the responsibility um, with society and there's a responsibility within um, between males as well for men to feel comfortable saying that um, and not being, you know, there's a thing like I feel like from the like I said, I'm a woman, so I can't speak directly to this, but I can speak on what I see. And I see I feel like men shame other men for coming out a lot of the time. 
Um, because you're supposed to be this masculine figure, nothing's supposed to get you down, nothing powerful, right, powerful, nothing's supposed to bring you down, you're supposed to just be this almighty figure that just never, um, nothing can ever pierce you, like, nothing can ever touch you, and I feel like, um, and I think a lot, with time, I've been seeing, um, the male masculine, like, male masculinity being questioned as far as, is this toxic or no? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times um, I have seen a lot of toxic energy between men, um, men not being able to be emotional, especially black men, because that's our interest here, of course, as always. Um, but men across the board, um, men across the board, just just seeing that they're not there's no safe place for them. Yeah. And that's the problem right there. So I think that the issue needs to be addressed with women and how we respond and, t- and treat men. And then the issue comes between, between men, with, between them and each other to be able to say, look, boy, like tell your boys like, Hey man, you know, what do I do about this? You know, young lady, you know, just, just, I feel violated and being able yeah. to say that openly. So I think that, I think we all need to work, need to focus on creating a safe space for men. Yeah. I don't feel like men have that safe space. Women do are having more safe spaces as far as like the Me Too movement and coming together um, as women. And I don't feel like men have that the way yeah. they should. And I feel like when men do speak out, they're ridiculed and looked down upon. And I think that we as a society need to take a look at ourselves and realize that men hurt and bleed too. Yes. And they should be allowed to. Yes. So I think that it, I, I agree with you. I feel like it's a very important issue. Um, you could, like, honestly, we could talk about this the whole episode. <laughs> like, it, it's we could. We could. It's it's. And really- there's, there's there's a few other things that have happened, but I you know I didn't want to I didn't want to spend too long on it because it's one of those things that we can stretch out. We really could. We really could. Um, just all kinds of you know just the the whole taboo part of it, uh, like you said, coming uh, between men. Yeah. That part of it. And then, of course, just society as a whole being like, okay, well, the man is normally the one that's doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Why is the man feeling a certain way when something happens to him? Exactly. You know, like, all of us, like, all of us are just like, just that stone-hearted figure when, you know, just like in that 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 instance that I told you, that guy had nobody in his corner. He thought exactly. he could go to his wife. He thought he could go to his wife and tell, and talk to his wife about it. But ended up being, he ended up being kind of pushed into a corner by himself and not being able to, not not being able to fully process what was going on. And it's like, at the end of the day, our mental health is also uh, a factor in this whole thing. So it is, it is, and I, I really applaud him actually for going to therapy and yeah. finding, you know, trying to find that solace within himself because there are a lot of people that you know aren't so fortunate, you know, that go through mental health issues in general and can't find a release, have to figure out their own release. So he's very fortunate that he went ahead. He's very fortunate and very smart that he just went ahead and said, you know what? I need to take care of this. I don't want this to to affect my daily life. So I need to take care of this. So I applaud him for just doing that. Um, and it's unfortunately so many men like him in the world that just don't have that place to be able to talk to somebody about these type of issues. Yeah. And I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. I think that, you know, they should not be ridiculed for something that happened to them. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's right. And like I said, a lot of the times in the black community, I feel like the black community is especially men are hyper masculine these days. Yeah. Very much so. They they don't want to um, they don't want anything any chink in their armor to make them look a certain way, yeah. and although you know when it comes to you know being powerful and making boss moves that's a great you know attribute to have, but what what are you gambling with that at what detriment like is it I'm gonna be a boss over here but I'm gonna have depression and anxiety and not focus on that just focus on being a boss because then you you lose either way, right. so I feel like. I feel like all men and especially black men need to really seek the help they need if they need it and feel okay with doing that. Yes, most definitely. 
going to a therapist, like, it's crazy because I've talked to a lot of, especially older black men of the generation before us. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. I just pray or, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Um, I can figure it out on my own because we've, we've been a race of people that have had to figure shit out on our own. Yeah, and so we're just used to just being like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it, I'll figure it out. Do I gotta take a drink here to to, to drink this away? Do I gotta smoke over here to smoke this away? Do I gotta pray, you know, to pray it away? We gonna find another way other than sitting our asses down and just, you know what I mean? And that and that even circles right back around to the, the the mental health part because if we're if if we're the type that are gonna be saying. uh Hey, I'm going to figure it out. Usually that leads to some kind of self-medicating. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's like that, that'll lead to either a, a drug addiction and alcohol mm-hmm. addiction, you mm-hmm. know, and then of course more therapy if yes. it gets to that point, because yes. a lot of us, a lot of us can get hooked on whatever drug or get hooked on whatever, yes. you know, whatever, whatever lane of addiction we we get hooked on too. Mm-hmm. That could be the end all be all for us. It could, and I'm a big proponent. I don't. I don't agree with forcing anyone to do anything. I don't. Right. I don't agree to forcing people to go to therapy. Like I don't agree with forcing people's religion on people. I don't believe in any of that. I believe that people come into shit in their own time. Whether yeah. you go to therapy at thirty, you go to therapy at fifty. People come to shit in their own time. I feel like no one should force anybody to do anything because everybody's mental health journey is totally different. Exactly. Totally different. Totally different timetables. All that. Like I said, Aaron, we could sit here and talk all day about this shit. (laughs) I'm very passionate about mental health and behavioral health and all that stuff. So we could talk all day. But yes, bottom line, men out there, find that safe space. and remember, and, and for those that think all oh, men can't be sexually harassed, oh, they can. It happens all the time. Yeah, very all much so. Especially, especially in the workplace, you know. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. There, there's so many different instances where things have happened to different people that I know. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's just kind of been like, damn, okay, so this is why this person was feeling this way. Absolutely. You, know, you, you kind of find out bits and pieces in the beginning, and then you find out the rest later on. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yes. Um, yeah. It's all. It's all. Go ahead. I guess let's, I guess let's to the listeners and the and the the watchers. Uh, let's kind of, let's normalize one men actually feeling the feelings that you know yes. that isn't coming out. Yes. Let's normalize us feeling the full the full thing of those. Um, and I'm, that's not me saying you soft or anything for feeling no. anything no. or feeling whatever you feel. But if you feel something, by all means, don't be afraid to feel it. Because at one point in time or another, you're going to feel something. And once you get, once you work through feeling everything that you're feeling, you're going to grow from it. Absolutely. And I want to also normalize women um, being that safe space for men. Yes. I want them to, I want, I want to normalize women not chastising men for quote unquote being a little soft, but it's not soft. It's just being he, him being a human. Allow him to have that safe space with you. Allow him to cry with you if he needs to. Allow him to open up to you. Be that place for him, even if, and out, even outside of the confines of a, of a relationship. Yeah. Be that friend for him. You know what I mean? Be that yeah. place where he can go and know he's gonna get some good information. He's not gonna be judged, and he can really be himself. Like yeah. allow him, allow him that. I think that we as women need to really do that. And like I said. It's about all women, but I'm talking to my sisters because we are very hard sometimes on our on our men, on our black men in general. So, you know, take it seriously. Yes, most definitely. And and likewise, just the, the exact same thing that you said for the women, us as men can be pretty hard. Us as black men can be pretty hard on, on the sisters. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, let's just normalize taking care of each other, you know. Please, please. We all we got in the streets, okay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, since we're still on a serious note, I want, do want to take some time out to say rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Like, an I icon. I don't even know how to feel about that, you know? I know, man. Like, it's she was... Like- she everybody was, grandma. Everybody grandma, everybody. <laughs> big mama, everybody stuff. Like she just I, I don't even know, like I said, she's one of the people I can't even talk about. Because yeah. she's just so iconic. Like 
And if you don't know who we're talking about, you should Google. Um, there's plenty of movies and films and awards and everything that she has and she's won. Take a look at it. It's iconic. She she would she paved, right. She paved the way for so many black artists and um, black actors and actresses and and just in general in a time where we weren't accepted. You know what I mean? We weren't we weren't accepted. Her talent shone through. Yeah, it shined through her talent. You know, you couldn't deny it, whether you were racist or not. You couldn't deny the talent. It was there. She played every type of role under the sun. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I could say so much about her, but I think that she was a true pioneer, true legend. Um, hell, she looked 70 years old <laughs> when she was 96. But right. he lived a beautiful and long life. And I think that um, God had an amazing plan for her and she fulfilled it times 20. I yeah. feel. You know what I mean? So She's definitely to be celebrated. Absolutely, absolutely. In her absence, one hundred percent. You know, I've seen a lot of people saying, um, um, "Two thousand twenty-one was already starting on that bullshit." Um, I mean, can we say the people people that are in their nineties passing away though? I don't think so, but I think I think I think it's kind of one of those things, and and I think you and I have actually had this conversation before, where. If somebody has lived a full life or even if even if just somebody has passed, mm-hmm. yes, we're going to miss them. But we as as a people, we kind of approach it from a, a, a bit of a selfish standpoint because it's a I'm going to miss you versus, yes. you know, versus, OK, well, you've lived your life and you've yes. accomplished so many things within your yes. life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and that's not to, that's not to, to talk bad on anybody, but, you know, in the middle of grief. We're we're worried about ourselves. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yes, yes. So, and, and that's just from observation. No, but it's true. At the same time, you know, it's just like, man, all right. Uh, let's look at what this person has actually done and celebrate the time that we've that we've had with them. Be gra- be uh, be uh, grateful for the time that we've had with them. I agree. I agree. You know, I don't think Betty White gonna die. I think she's gonna <laughs> be immortal and live in a thousand thousand years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> she a vampire. She clearly. This is her third, fifteenth lifetime. Okay, that she didn't live in. But anyway, <laughs> it's at the point where, like, if I see her picture posted somewhere, I like hold my clutch my pearls because I'm like, yeah. am I about to read? Because <laughs> she's ninety nine, like, and still working. Like, the shit's crazy. Betty White is crazy. But anyway, aside from Betty White, rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. I thank you for everything you've done for the, the community. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And all the award, like, I just, I can't, I could talk about her forever. <laughs> um, so also, let's also, uh, rest in peace, Screech. Oh my goodness. Dustin Diamond. Yes. Like that one was fast because last yeah. week a story came out that he was in the hospital, um, from complications of having stage four, um, lung cancer. And then the, the very next week he's passed away. That's scary. That's sad. Um, my heart goes out to anybody um, who has cancer, obviously, because it's hit home for me. And the families that have gone through that, it's just, it's, it's, it's a horrible thing. It's the worst thing in the world. So, um, you see, I don't know if you saw, but Mario Lopez posted a picture of them together and sent his condolences and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, if y'all don't know who Mario Lopez is, because see, I, I know we got some young listeners, so maybe y'all ain't peeped to Saved by the Bell, but you should just go back and go listen to that shit. Go, no, go watch that shit, because I like the show. I think it's a great show. I thought it was cool, too. I grew up watching the reruns, unfortunately, because I was a little, little younger after it came out, so I watched the reruns, but it was it was a good show. I liked it, so. Um, prayers to his family. He was a uh, AC Slater on there, wasn't he? He was, he was, and then Screech was the nerd or whatever on the show. The kind of the comic relief of the show, so yeah. I think you know, rest in peace. Um, I enjoyed that show. I enjoyed his character too. But you know me, I was all of on Slater's fine ass. <laughs> you know, his, his face hasn't changed either. He, he, he might be the exact same. He looks the exact same. He might have one or two gray hairs, but that's about it. Listen, no wrinkles, no nothing. He over there drinking um, the fountain of youth. That's what I think. Hey, well, maybe. I, can't <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something nasty, but you know we're gonna move on. Yeah, because you know he be messing with Latin women, and you know maybe that's the fountain of youth. Anyway, so we're gonna move maybe. on. <laughs> 
hot mess. Um, okay, so did we miss anybody else? I think that's one people that I know of that passed this week. Uh, well, Larry King. Well, Larry King was last week. Wasn't he? Did we talk about Larry King last week? Maybe I don't. I don't remember. Well, we're gonna send another one. We'll send. Another, we'll send another a condolence to Larry King, legendary um, anchor, TV anchor, um, journalist. Journalist. That's a bit even better. Journalist. Um, I think how old was he? Like ninety? Who's in his nineties? Right. Eighty. Eighties. Something like that. Let me look real um, quick. Let me, let me look real quick. But yeah, rest in peace to him. He. Um, they said it was due to complications from COVID. Um, because he ended up catching a bound with COVID, so um, he did pass away from those complications. He's another person that I thought would never die either. Like <laughs> him, mm-hmm. Alex Trebek fucked me up too when he passed. I was like, I did not expect that or see that coming. So, um, and he was still working. Like I think within two weeks of him passing too. Yeah. Um. Because he's uh eighty-eight. Okay, so this late, late. If, that, if that's the right math, there, eighty, eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Okay, um, but yeah, he he had a bout with COVID and ended up not. He 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 beat it, but the complications afterwards is what ended up being yeah. um, the issue. So the process. So what? The healing process. Yes, 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 yes. I ha- actually, it's crazy because I have a coworker who had had COVID and thought he was over it and then maybe a couple like a week after that he just started feeling ill again but not like not COVID symptoms just like not himself he said so he took off the rest of the year the rest of the month so yeah I don't know it's crazy COVID I don't don't get me started on that shit come on shout out to my grandparents my grandparents uh, are are still pretty resilient in their in their elderly years we love to Um, see it they're 80 plus and you know they had they had covid a while back but they're still on oxygen to this day this has been what a couple months now mm. uh, still on oxygen to this day um and they're getting better like mm-hmm. they, they you can see you can see them actually getting up and getting back to being themselves again so mm-hmm. i think it's it's really cool to to see how resilient they actually are that is awesome. That is awesome because I've been, you know, it's, it's nice. That's like a tell me something good because it's, it's nice to hear stories about older people that have gone through COVID and have made it out. Because all I hear is all these older people are passing away and all this stuff. I'm like, that's so depressing. Let me hear the good shit. You know what I mean? And it's not to discount anybody else who's passed away in their families. Don't get me wrong. But I just, the media just shows so much of that. It's just like sometimes I want to hear about an old person making it through. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes want- you need that ray of sunshine. Yes. In, the, in, the, in just the whole era of darkness, you know. For real. And while we're on this topic, how? So let's make some predictions. Let's 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 be let's be fortune tellers on this podcast. Okay. So <laughs> I don't have the crown, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna do this. Um. So when do you think COVID will be over? And what is what is being over? What, what do you think being over looks like? Well, first off, defining over, I think uh, that would be us being able to actually get out and about without wearing masks, okay. without being contagious to anybody, without, okay. uh, you know, being able to actually go to a movie, go to a show, mm-hmm. and actually be shoulder to shoulder with somebody and enjoy that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be what over would be. Uh, you know, we ain't got to rush out to go get no vaccines or you know and nothing like that i think I, I think when that will happen i still think we're a couple years out couple years to be, honest, to be quite honest that's okay. that's what i think we're, we're a couple years out so maybe like 2024 oh lord jesus i pray i pray you wrong lord have mercy hey i hope i'm wrong too <laughs> because i want to go see a movie you know like, For like, real? i want to see some people perform for real, I think and I've been watching. I've been doing a lot of research and watching, like what people, are, what the, what our experts are saying. Yeah. And Dr. Fauci, which is the White House um, lead White House health director, I think I can that title could be wrong, but I know he's up there. <laughs> um, he said that if eighty um, percent of the population gets the vaccine, then we'll be over with by fall. Now, do, do I think that 80% of the population is going to get the vaccine? Probably not. Probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> so with that number, those numbers in mind, um, I would say, I think by this, I'm going to say by this time next year, 
or like March, like right before summer of next year, I think that will be, it'll be over. Now, my over is different than your over. My over would mean, um, I guess it's not, when I think about it, it's not so different. I was going to say my over would be like mask. Cause I'm, listen, I don't know if one of anybody else talking about, I'm wearing my motherfucking mask forever. Okay. I'm not taking the shit off. So we gonna actually be like uh like China was because you know China was wearing the mask before we even heard about coronavirus uh, yes. being yep. over there. Like yeah. they they were, I think they were wearing it because of like smog or something, mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah, I mean I'm okay with the mask personally. Like I'm okay with it. Like I don't mind wearing it when I go in places and stuff like that. I'm cool with that. I don't I- mind it either. Um, I think I think we'll start seeing more of a more of the designer shit come come through with the mask. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting more of them being like super fashionable and whatnot. Yes, I see that too. I see that too. Um, and they gonna start hiking up the prices on them shits too. But you know, okay. um, but over like like I said, Morgan's wearing her mask. But I guess not having to wear a mask when going into different places. Um, yeah. I guess that would that would define over what else? Um, being able to go do whatever you want, basically, like like it was before. Just being able to do what you want, go where you want. Um, see, like I said, see a movie, go to a concert. Like so, I think I sent you this link. I'm jealous of Australia. They don't have no cases because what they did was I read it. They they locked it, the borders, locked everything down, um, made people stay at home. You can't go literally if you walked out your door. There will be somebody being like, uh, turn your ass back around. We'll, we'll deliver your groceries, all that stuff. So, and there was a video on, um, on Twitter of a rock concert like a few months ago, like a bunch of people at a rock concert. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, I mean, I'm trying to get like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get there. They're talking about giving us stimulus payments, like $2,000 a month recurring stimulus payments. So, yeah. if they do that, then uh, I'm going to be sad. Hey. I'll take be it. Come on you said what? I said, I'll take it. Come on by and go ahead. Give me, let, let that hit my bank account. I'm going to be good to go. Right. We we might be able to afford those designer masks by then. Listen, okay. I'm pouring it all into the show. We about to get we have to get popping popping with that money, okay? I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> um, what else is popping? So, okay, I want to read kind of a what the fuck type of news story that I've seen online, and I I just want to get your opinion on it, Aaron, because you know I like to get your opinion on things. So the headline reads. Um, let me let me let me go back to the headline because. Um, you're not gonna believe this shit. Um, let's see here. Oh my god. You said what? I said you just started talking in the accent. Why do you okay? This is my natural accent, okay? Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, the story is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm stalling because I can't find the motherfucking news story because I seen it and it was really fucking funny. But um, yeah, so now see, okay, this is too much now. Okay, the news story basically said that the woman, there was a woman that was getting robbed. And in order to stop the woman, hold on, let me go on ahead and bring on Reese, 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 Reese in the building. Oh, God, here we go. It's your man. Are, are you done? Mari Santa, nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees. Also, the nigga that has this shit sounding like mac and cheese. I've arrived. Why are you interrupting our pod with your bullshit? I mean, I can get out. No, thank you. All right, that's what I thought. Anyway, so we were just talking about a what the fuck news story that I found. Um, basically, a woman was getting robbed. And um, while she was getting robbed, so in order to stop the robbery, she decided to get on her knees and start giving fellatio to um, the robber. So she oh, gave, damn, that's a real bitch. So she gave him head um, until the police showed up. And then when the police showed up, she bit his dick and he got arrested. Oh, OK. I see. She was a ruse. Man, can we consider, <laughs> are, are we able to consider her a superhero? Why would she be a superhero? She is super head. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> she stopped. She stopped the robbery. Waited for the, the cops sl- to get there. Ooh, she stopped the robbery with the slobbery. She did. She did. <laughs> I'm gonna. Re- I have the story now. I'm gonna read it. Okay, so a gas station customer performed a sex act on a robber to stall him into the police made the arrest. The robbery occurred at a gas station when the 24-year-old male thief forced an employee to give him money from the cash register. After being assaulted by the suspect, the employee ran into the back office for protection, and a female customer entered through the store back door. The woman offered to perform oral sex on the robber to keep him busy while the other employee contact the police. Um, so, yeah. The robber was found on the floor. The mouth. This is the best part. The robber was found on the floor naked after coming from the head. And he was asleep. Ayo. Damn. She got that motor Damn. mouth. Holy shit. She's a superhero. My man was naked. Naked. Stephens walked into the store. He came to rob the store and ended up stripping because she was that good. That was Corinne Stephens, bro. Niggas ain't saying <laughs> it, but that was Corinne Stephens. I know. Anyway, like I said, I, I, it was a what the fuck news story that I was like, okay, I got to bring this up on the pod and see what y'all think of this shit because, ew, I'm not giving no head to no random ass robber. It's either get that mm-hmm. mouth or he sent you down south, nigga. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Anyway, I'm I'm so through with y'all. So she stopped the robbery with the slobbery. Shout out to her. Um, so I I was waiting. Go ahead. <laughs> it is a good thing. It is a good thing that nobody got hurt. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I. It was her. It was her doing. It was by her doing that nobody got hurt. Um, and that the the robber actually got caught. And that the store was still intact and nobody, you know, nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing happened. So, like, I mean, you know, shout out to her. I guess so. Uh, (laughs) That's a hot mess. Like I said, so many layers to that. Like, you just was like, like, what makes you think to just be like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and just give him head. Let's just do this right now in this moment. I wouldn't be, I'd be scared of shit. I'm not thinking about giving no nigga head. Like, the fuck? Like, I'm not thinking about that. Look, the fact that you use the brain. The the fact that it worked so quickly, because my you know what I'm saying, you know, if you if you robbing a place, especially like a gas station, you trying to get in there, get the cash, and get out. Right. You know, you're not going to be in there talking about. Oh well, uh, give me a couple of those lottery tickets. Uh, I'm gonna scratch this one. You tell me if I won, and then uh, give me all the money in the register. You know, you're not speaking no full sentences. You're not taking your time. You're not doing. It. So she had to think fast, act fast. And convince this guy, hey, yo, whip that bad boy out so I can take, you know, give it a gander, you know? Lord so have mercy. What, what y'all call it? The Goat go 3000? Oh, my gosh. She the Goat Throat. She <laughs> took that nigga to the Burlington Throat Factory. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I will say this proves that men will not will not stop, will do anything, will not stop for head. That head is, head just, is oh man! No matter what you're doing, you just gonna stop what you're doing to get some head. Y'all nasty, both of y'all nasty. It's yeah. Beyonce, it's just it's right up there. It's top three and not three. What is three? Y'all disgusting, both of y'all. Anyway, um, so I was waiting for Maurice to get on here because shout out to yeah, the throat of Fanning. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> the, th- <laughs> the throat of Fanning. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I was waiting to, for Maurice to get on here because I want to talk about a very big topic that happened. Um, kind of serious. Have you guys heard about the whole um, T.I. and Tiny thing happening right now? Yes. Uh, okay. For all of our listeners who may or may not have heard, um, here's the story. T.I. and Tiny Harris accused of drugging and sex trafficking um, at least 15 women and minors. The story reads, since being called out by Sabrina Peterson for allegedly pulling a gun out on her in front of her children, T.I. has been under fire. Now at least 15 victims total have accused the rapper and his wife Tamika Tiny Harris of drugging and sex trafficking them. Um, And this, let's see here. That's the short of it. 
So basically, they have, and I guess it's been a long-term known fact that T.I. and his wife like to indulge in threesomes with other women. Um, and I would like to put on the record before you continue that I did not know that. Oh, well, you know, I'll be in the, I'll be in the gossip rag, so I'll be reading shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I stay out of people's business. Oh, yeah. I listen. I, this is my job to be in folks' business. Anyway. So what you're saying is you didn't know that either. No, I didn't know that actually. I've been know that. I've been know that. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, they, they like to indulge in threesomes with other women. Um, it's like a like a known like Hollywood thing that they like to do. Um, they did. They even had sex with a young black China. Um, oh, it's lit. How young? She wasn't. She wasn't underage. I think she was like nineteen at the time, nineteen twenty at the time, which is still weird because they're very old, much older than her. But you know, whatever. Um, she got paid to do this. Was she da- was she a dancer at a certain point? Yeah, I think it's when yeah. she was a dancer. She was a stripper, yeah. Yeah. Um, but she got paid to do so. This okay, before I continue, this is all alleged. This is all alleged. I don't know shit. I'm just reading what I what I see online, okay? Yeah. Don't come for me, T.I. Don't sue my ass. Anyway, allegedly, um, they were with a young black China, um, and about fifteen other women um that they regularly, you know did they thing with um drugs were involved um drinking was involved um and yeah that's pretty much the 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 story what do y'all think about that well did y'all see ti's response i did i did they they say he emphatically denies um that 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 happened i'm talking about the video response i did see the video response as well okay they were they were talking about there was like some kind of trafficking thing in there as well uh, mm-hmm. like he was he might have been snatching up girls and mm-hmm. you know doing whatever they do with them and passing them off mm-hmm. um, I guess I guess with that with me I don't know how much of that I actually believe right I guess it's not really for me to say but for him to be as busy as he's been doing uh, or for him to be as busy as he has been with uh, doing work in the, in the community um, kind of, I don't know. I guess to me, it kind of, it kind of puts him up against something completely different. You know, it's yeah. not it's like it doesn't seem like he'd be all out in the community doing all of that work, right? If he's off trafficking people, yeah. You know, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Aaron, I would like to, I would like to interject and say that I recently, for the first time ever, if anybody knows anything about me, they know I don't watch movies. I'm a terrible movie watcher. So just two days ago, I have seen American Gangster. And if you've seen American Gangster, you saw that Frank Lucas sold drugs to everybody and their mama, but he also gave out Thanksgiving turkeys. So, right. Mm. I mean, that's not that's really good. fair to say. That's that a good point. Tip. I will, however, say um, I will treat this just as I treat anything else. I mean, we don't know T.I., we don't know Tiny, we don't know these people. Uh, he made some good points in his um his response, basically saying that this particular individual who started this has had issue. He's had issues with them before, repeated times. There's a pattern, and um, just people are banding together to do this. And he was like, "Of course, I can't come out and say." oh, this person is a liar because that's how they get you because you come out and say that they're a liar and then they can get you for defamation of character. So, because he's the, obviously, the more popular, the more, the more, the more. So, um, I don't think T.I. is out here sex trafficking bitches. I'm just keeping it a bean. I don't think that, but I sort of don't know. I'm not going to stand on T.I.'s side, but I'm also not going to go against the nigga either. I don't know. So, I guess... If the bitch got more than screenshots of text messages, because that's the problem with this whole era of things about, you know, believe women and all this other shit. Like, my nigga, a, sc- a screenshot of a text message is not going to get me to believe you. Like, I mean, if I don't know you, like, if you're a stranger on the internet, I'm not going to just stand with you just because you got a screenshot of a text message or plenty of text messages from people. Because your question is, uh, well, who would do that? Who has time for that? Plenty of people have time for this. Plenty of people have time to slander famous people. It's happened millions and millions and millions of times. So right. let's not use that argument of why would she come out and say this? 
I don't know, probably because the bitch is bored. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. So and people I don't gotta know. realize, like, clout is a hell of a drug. You oh know? Like, people, some people just want recognition. That young lady, like I said, I'm not saying this is the reason why she came out. This is all alleged. But this, this young lady has a business that she's been trying to build up and promote. An argument can be made. I'm, I'm more so like you guys, like I like to be diplomatic about things. I want to hear both sides. I want to and, and gather my own um, opinion about the information. I'm not just going to go to one over the other without knowing more information. So, again, on this podcast, we don't support any um, underage things happening, any sex trafficking, none of that. Like we would never want to support any of that crap going on. We, we don't hear it all. Um, Here's my but, thing, though. So are niggas saying that it was T.I. doing it or was they saying that like he had a team? Because my question is, the first thing I'm going to ask, if y'all are saying that T.I. did this himself, where do you find the time to do it? Well, T.I. and Tiny, they're saying they both were like a thing doing that. Where do you find the time to do it? And see, and that's the question I was asking. That's the question I was I was getting to when I was saying, you know, he does all the community work. Like he, he he has a pretty a pretty long list of extensive a pretty extensive list of uh, uh community things that he does. So that's why I was that's what I was getting to is like you know where where would he have the time to do all of that? It's like between being an artist, between him being a father, between him you know being a husband and also you know running whatever businesses that he has, and then doing the community work on top of that. Uh, along, uh, alongside of uh, uh, Killer Mike and everybody else that's down there in Atlanta, um, it's like where where would he have the time to get to doing stuff like that? Because going back to the Frank Lucas comparison, Frank Lucas had thirty members of his family moving drugs for him, so he didn't yep. really ever have to do the shit himself. Like he he had a team. So when niggas say, well, how did he have the time to do it? Well, I mean, he wasn't really doing it. I mean, he was, but wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, But if niggas are saying this is just T.I. and Tiny running a sex trafficking ring, I would like to know where the fuck two people, just two niggas, I think niggas just be saying shit. Okay. Let me give my opinion. This is clearly on the heels of the situations that T.I. has ran into recently with the whole weird thing with his daughter and there was another thing, I think, that had him in headlines for a while. More specifically, his daughter, where he um, had a bet with her, his daughter that she couldn't stay a virgin until she was 18 or something and like every year he went with her to see if her hymen was still intact or some shit like that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, it was weird. But like, this is now there's like a T.I. hate train that's been on the internet for the past two years. The reason why I say the internet is because T.I. has just continuously been popular, continuously been able to just freelance, do whatever the fuck he wants to do out in mainstream media or otherwise. And it ain't stopped no trains around him. It ain't stopped no wheels. He lost no money off of this. And this was pre-COVID. So, but it made it easier for people to attach this to his name because of the fact that there was already a scandalous thing with his name attached to it. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it's just real easy for motherfuckers to say that shit only because they already pre-hated T.I. But, like, T.I. is out here trafficking bitches? I don't really see it, bro. I don't see it. I don't see it. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm just going to wait to see all the information come together and form my own opinion about what what's happening out there. I am, Like I said, I, I hope that that's not the case because I would really hate to have to cancel T.I. But, you know, you, we don't know these people. I mean, but when's the last time you played 20-foes? I mean, like, what are we good canceling from T.I.? I mean, I guess you're right at this point. I did play Bring Them Out the other day, and it brought back some good memories. Yeah, it's a classic song. But I don't know, man. But I guess, shout out to everybody who figured this shit out. I guess so. Well, is there anything left that we need to get to, fellas? Anything you need to bring to the pod, Maurice? Uh, hey, y'all niggas stop celebrating Frank Lucas. He was a snitch. 
Don't get him started. He's been on this rant since he watched the video. Since he watched the movie. That nigga's weird. <laughs> Aaron, do you got some something to say to that? No, not anything to say to that. I was going to give some shout outs. All right. Well, let's get some shout outs in. All right. Uh, first off, uh, give a shout out to my barber, uh, Ruth. Um, baby Ruth, aka aka Ruth Vanova, out at Primetime Barbershop. I'm definitely planning to go see her again because she had me looking all cool and shit. You know, got my got my flat top right and whatnot. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to Bird Dad loves you. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to shout out to my brother. Today's his birthday. Hey, happy birthday! Happy birthday! So uh, yeah, uh, that that boy, that boy, that boy is twenty four years old today. All right, I'm old as hell. <laughs> you man, look, I feel old as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Oh oh, shout out to Sarah Boo. Hey Sarah Boo. All right, so my shout outs include um, Sammy. Hey, boy. Sammy! Um, oh, yeah. And any of our new listeners um, that have been watching us on the tube, YouTube, um, or, well, you, new watchers, I guess, not listeners. Um, but any of our new listeners as well, you know, thank you for supporting the pod. Um, we appreciate y'all. Those are my shout outs. <laughs> TikTok alliteration right now, though. Hey, man. Shout out, follow us on TikTok. Shout out to our TikTok viewers. I'm getting comments on TikTok more so than any other platform. I'm getting views. Shout out to TikTok. We love you. We love you, TikTok. Okay? And if, they, if you are a listener from TikTok, the secret of Mohi is prayer hands. Comment some prayer hands under this video. Uh, Morgan trying to be an influencer now. And I also also comment hashtag team uncut. That's right. With the prayer hands. With the prayer hands. All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna fade out of here. It's your girl, Morgan oh, Alexis. Reese didn't have no 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 shout outs. Nah, shout out to Jesus. <laughs> Always. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis, exiting the building. It's your boy, A. Shot of Funky Walker, Dirty Talking, Unilla, and Scruffzilla. I'm out. And it's your man, Mari Santini, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees, also the nigga that has it. She sound like mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, we out. Peace. Word up.